0: Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite. IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands, Party Patriots, and the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative Groups in the Inland Empire. And my uh, co-host this week is back, uh, Kenny White. We're pleased to see him. He's got this really cool—we're we're recording over Zoom. He's got this really cool background of this 1958 uh, Cadillac with the taillights that look like they're rockets ready to be, ready to be launched by, a, by James Bond. Bond at the pursuing villains, and uh, <laughs> welcome back, welcome back, Kenny, who also goes by the Thank moniker goes by the moniker the South Side Unicorn because he was as rare as, as a Republican in the South Side of Chicago. He was, and probably still is, as rare as a unicorn. And he has his own uh, radio show online, the South Side Unicorn. Welcome, Kenny. Thank you for having me, Greg. Oh well, please do. And our back as a guest, we have Tom Del Beccaro. And uh, he's been with us before, former chairman of the California Republican Party, and we will not hold that against him. He was also an attorney, and we will also not hold that against him. You know, Tom and I are part of the uh 3% of attorneys that the other 97% give a bad name to. Uh, Tom has a new uh, – he's with the um, – pack called CA revival that is uh, seeking to uh, recall Gavin Newsom. So we're going to start our, welcome to the show, Tom. We're going to start our conversation there. Oh, the recall is scheduled. It's on. It made it. And I, you know, I, when this started, recall started, I thought it didn't have a chance of making the ballot. And when they gathered enough signatures, I thought they were going to cheat. And find a way to keep it off the ballot, but it is on, and it is scheduled for vote on September 14.
2: Yeah, great to be on. Great to see both of you guys again. It is set for September 14th. Uh, I started CA Revival dot com uh, a year ago. We wrote the first two big checks to the recall effort. Uh, and that totaled 66000 And then eventually I started RescueCalifornia.org. And we have raised and spent over $3.4 million. Uh, I'm chairman of both those organizations, $3.4 towards the recall. Uh, and it's going to happen. And our polling shows that we can recall Gavin Newsom.
0: Well, let's, let's talk about that. Uh, the the public polls that I've seen seem to say that that it, that it is at best of a difficult or uphill battle because his his approvals are in the fifty percent range, and there are either a majority or near to a majority that are no on recall.
2: Yeah, if you look at the typical mainstream media polls, they oversample Democrats, undersample Republicans, and reach a conclusion. But here's the reality. The the good polling that actually cares about a particular issue, which is how likely are the Democrats and the Republicans going to show up on the recall election day? And what we find is Republicans, in the, about 80 percent, are highly motivated, but only about 30 percent of the Democrats. And oh, by the way, some of them actually want him recalled in a our most recent poll: twenty five percent want him recalled. So, if you look at those numbers, the, the the playing field on election day is far more balanced than a normal. We know this historically. Special elections tend to, in this state, tend to favor uh, the non Democrat position, and so. We think this is a tight race. The Democrats know that. Otherwise, Gavin Newsom wouldn't have spent $10 million in the last three weeks, four weeks on television ads. And we note that in polling, he hasn't improved despite spending that $10 million. And I can go into greater detail of that. The reality is our two, the two most recent polls, our poll and a, uh, another poll, shows this basically even. At this point, and that's bad news for Gavin Newsom.
0: Well, it is, especially in a state where Democrats typically win 60-something to about 40-something in statewide races.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's because Democrats, a lot of Democrats don't like him either. For instance, in our polling, 41% of Democrats gave him a D or an F on the homeless crisis. 41% Forty-one percent gave him a D or an F. Uh, the cost of living, the same uh, same numbers. Thirty in the thirty percent tile, D or an F. Right now, California is not in a good way. Gavin Newsom can take credit for uh, try to take credit for saying the economy's roaring back, but the reality is we're back to the old problems of homelessness, welfare, high gas prices, high cost of living. And when you throw in there problems like the skyrocketing crime rate, especially in Los Angeles and, and San Francisco, where a stunning over 20% of the Democrats in San Francisco have had it with Newsom, you get to the to, to a, a very logical conclusion that in a fair election, Gavin Newsom will be recalled.
0: We're going to talk to you about whether it's going to be a fair election, but Kenny, why don't you jump in here?
3: Oh, yeah. You know, that information is absolutely encouraging when you understand 41 percent of, you know, the people in the homeless issue go thumbs down. That says a lot. But for me, being from the you know, south side of Chicago, you know, a brother from the streets, I take my poll from the people. When you have a homeless man trying to throw bottles of water, beat Gavin Newsom up, I think that tells us what's really going down here.
2: Yeah, I I would have to agree with you. That's how we got to 2.2 million signatures. And remember, in Los Angeles, more Democrats than Republicans signed the petition. In San Mateo County, in the heart of the Silicon Valley, uh, more Democrats and independents signed it than Republicans. And we see that grassroots effort all up and down the state. And we note that When businesses were shut down, they didn't ask Republican, Democrat, or Independent. They were just shut down. And there's not an issue on which Gavin Newsom is perceived as doing really well. I mean, what is working in this state? And uh, the answer is very little. But what we do know is in the 10 weeks, seven weeks ahead of us, or I'm sorry, the 10 weeks ahead of us till the election, you're going to have rising gas prices. Grocery prices are rising. The drought restrictions are, are, are getting worse by the day. You have the wildfire issues going on. And so what is it that's working well? California's not see that. In fact, in our polling shows that the right track, wrong track is decreasing. And with that, Gavin Newsom's chances of retaining his governorship are also decreasing.
0: For a long yeah, time. Is. For a long time, we've seen the the homeless that you mentioned, that gets worse, crime rising, housing prices very high, the highest cost of living adjusted poverty rate in the country, lousy to terrible government-run schools. And you can go down the list, not enough water, despite tens of billions of dollars of water bonds passed by the voters. But the Republican Party and Republican candidates seem to have been unable to either connect all of these problems in the voters' minds with the Democrat Party, or the Republican Party is not perceived as a viable alternative to the Democrats.
2: Both of those are true, and for a very simple reason. You cannot govern by critique alone. You have to have plans moving forward. And for a, a decade, I have said, or more, I have said Republicans should put in the hand, Republican candidates should put in the hands of voters, very succinct and clear plans. When I ran for U.S. Senate, I had a very clear water plan. I had a very clear tax plan. Now, I didn't have the money to outlast. I'm trying to remember who I ran against and whether she's doing better than me. Oh, yeah, Kamala Harris. Yes, turns out (laughs) she's in the White House and I'm here. No offense. But the reality is that... Any candidate for office, if they want to be successful, should tell voters very succinctly why the other side isn't doing the right thing. And just as if not more importantly, what their plan is to do the right thing. So take water. You you two, your all your listeners know that the Democrats are moving towards what 50 gallons a day per person. What's that based on, by the way? Uh, that's based on having an apartment in the city, not having a house with kids. So they want to go to 50 gallons a day. That's a massively unpopular item. So Republicans should have a very clear plan on the supply side on how they can improve the water situation. And I've said for a decade they should have six or seven bills covering the whole state They're in the super minority right now. It's not like they have a lot to do. So go around the state and say, here's their water plan. Here's our water plan. Here's why we're better. And the Republican candidates for government should do the same. And until Republicans in this state do that, meaning Republican candidates and the party, they will continue to languish.
0: So are you announcing your candidacy here this morning, uh, Tom?
2: I am running for the mayor of Lucca, Italy, and I want to thank you. Uh, can, can I say it in Italian now? Absolutely. It tur- <laughs> can you? It, it, yeah. That, <laughs> it turns out that I will not be running, but it, and that's actually news. So we can break that. I have come to the decision that I won't be running, but there is a pretty diverse field running for governor. as uh, When Larry Elder later this week or Monday – announces his candidacy, you're going to have a very diverse field running, not only ideologically, but geographically as well. And you can say on social issues as well. And you can say uh, with Caitlyn Jenner in the race, you can't get much more uh, uh, diverse. So that is very encouraging. Remember, as chairman of RescueCalifornia.org, my concern is question number one should he be recalled question number 2 who should replace him is meaningless unless one is 50% plus one vote i am quite satisfied with the existing field geographically from a diversity point of view from a uh, ideological point of view there are enough candidates to get us to yes on number 1 as long as groups like you know the uh, redland tea party and others continue to push out the vote and make sure we show up on election day.
0: Do you think a significant Democrat is going to get in?
2: And I predicted, Greg, thank you. Greg's excellent. it goes right to the heart of, uh, of these important <laughs> questions. And uh, that and I have said from the outset that I did not believe one would get in, um, in part because the Democrats are far more hierarchical than Republicans are. Nancy, Aunt Nancy, aunt by marriage of Gavin Newsom, has forbidden it. And his approval ratings are right about where they need to be, where someone wouldn't get in. If he had slipped into the thir- low 30s, they would be. Uh, but the reality is that I don't think someone's going to get in, which will cause Democrats not to vote Uh, in the recall, because they're not excited about this. And it does mean, Kenny, Mm
3: -hmm. this is
2: directed towards you and the many thousands who have asked this question, a logical question to ask, is it necessary to coalesce behind one candidate on the Republican side? The answer is surprisingly no, because without a major Democrat in the race, what can, what will happen is that the, uh, Question number two, you don't have to get to a majority. Who should replace them can be whoever gets the most votes, whether it's at 10%, 25%, or in the last recall 48%. So you don't need to get a majority, which means you just need to bring enough people to the table, and then the winner will be whoever resonates the most.
3: And Tom, right there is is where I guess I'm in class and I'm learning a little bit here, but I, I gotta put this out there. Being from a Democrat stronghold, the South Side of Chicago. Understanding how some think in the inner cities, we I, I now understand it's a it's a two part process. One, do we recall Gavin Newsom, and then two, who do we pick to replace him? Having said that, and listened to all the incredible information you just gave, it makes sense. But here's my point: although there won't be a large Democrat turnout because of the lack of enthusiasm for him and some who don't care about him. I'm concerned that people are going to peek around the corner to go, okay, who's going to replace Gavin Newsom? And my concern is if it's uh, a cookie cutter. And now this is where I don't deal in race. You know that. You know me. But I'm talking about I'm I'm trying to put in frame the thoughts of others. They're going to look and go, oh, man, it's just another one of those khaki pants wearing white boys from the GOP. I'm not messing with that. So my concern is what's wrong with khaki pants now? (laughs) (laughs) i have prepared khaki pants myself but i'm saying shouldn't we at least still be concerned about who we put forward so we can court or entice that that other vote won't it matter we're gonna hang on
0: hang on we're gonna let tom answer that but we'll pass time for our commercial break so we'll let tom respond to that after this word from ed hoffman and summit funding the place to go for your real estate lending needs both residential and commercial
2: back after this
1: If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman,
4: NMLS ID number 99. RE-ID number 1012658. Arizona MLO license number 0926439. Branch NMLS ID number 1841782. Summit Funding Incorporated NMLS ID number 3199. Arizona license number 0925837. Equal housing opportunity.
1: AM 590. The answer.
0: Well, welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And just before we broke, Kenny had asked the question about whether we need to look at who the alternative to Gavin Newsom is and whether it's going to look like your standard, boring, white male, elderly, conservative, e.g. John Cox, and whether that's going to affect the chances of recall. So we had to break for a commercial, and you have the floor, Tom.
2: So, Kenny, you ask a logical question, uh, and let me tell you why, logically, it will not it will be satisfied in this particular case. Um, okay. Again, remember, I'm Rescue California chairman. I cannot advocate for any single candidate, and I won't be doing that. But what I will say is that you have – when El Ariella gets in the race, you have someone who is very popular in Los Angeles, and both you guys know – that statewide races are won and lost in in Los Angeles County. I think he will be able to create a lot of enthusiasm there. You have two uh, former congressmen and assemblymen in Northern California who will pull votes there. You have Cox and Faulkner in uh, San Diego. Cox has run statewide. He will pull votes. Uh, both of them will pull significant votes. Uh, you have Kate. Caitlyn Jenner, Jenner will look, she she is going to pull votes for up, up and down the state, Jenner will, uh, because Jenner's a very different kind of candidate. And so the answer to this puzzle that you guys are bringing up is that is there enough reason to to get this? And will the other side look at these particular candidates? And I think when you have such a diverse field, the answer will be sufficiently so. And that's why I think recall the, the question number one will be answered in the positive. And then, you uh, you know, I think you're going to a dynamic next governor, to say the least. And there's other candidates below that as well who will be bringing people to the table.
0: I'm planning on voting for John Cox's bear.
2: <laughs> well, you know, all publicity is good publicity. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, 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 I saw a, a picture of a John Cox press conference, and the bear was just popped on the on the asphalt, taking a nap during uh, during, during 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 his press conference. I just, you know, you know there are political consultants that got paid for that for that for that little scheme there and i'm wondering how i get well that look
2: it, that was a month ago and we're, you're still talking about it so they're probably smiling
0: could be
3: <laughs> well I, I say you know with larry elder coming in and and i and this is my own words so it's, it's no reflection on anybody else and no pun intended but it's it's like the 800 pound gorilla just jumped on the seesaw I, I see a lot of people flying off of that because it seems like every five minutes somebody's raising their hand going Ooh, 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 I'm going to run for governor. I'm going to run for governor. Doesn't that hurt us with all these people running?
2: Well, to me, the most important thing is this guy is, is out and he doesn't run for president of the United States. All those other people bring more to the yes vote. Uh, it, you know, most elections, especially short sprint elections, get down to name ID and resources. Uh, I'm not going to say who has the best of those things. But at the end of the day, like if this turns out like most elections, it will begin to narrow. But what is true and remains true is this is going to be the biggest story of 2021 outside of Washington, D.C. Gavin Newsom gets more headlines than anybody but Biden and Trump. And this is the fight and honestly, the Democrats in this state, remember this, especially you guys in the IE, um, know this. Gavin Newsom didn't come around at all when he was running for uh, lieutenant governor, when he was running for governor. Yeah, Southern California is a nuisance to him. Same yeah, he didn't want to get Kam- his hands dirty with us. Yeah. Same with Kamala Harris. There is no depth of love. There is this north-south thing. The south is, Mm -hmm. look, Feinstein's up here. Boxer was up here. Brown was up here. Kamala Mm -hmm. Harris is up here. Newsom's up here. Brown's dad was up here. There is no, even though more voters are in the south, there is no great affinity, right? There is uh, a resentment Mm -hmm. different even than Dodgers versus the Giants kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. so- he didn't have this reservoir of support th- down there and he's never cultivated. And suddenly he's showing up saying, hi, it's Gavin Newsom. I'm spinning my wheel of fortune, which is really a wheel of deception uh, mm-hmm. on his part. And so uh, I, I, I just he does not. Let me put it a different way to you. It is politicians can recover from bad policy much easier than bad personality. And yeah. Gavin Newsom is not liked. He's perceived as arrogant, and now mm. he's he's seen as he's, tr- he's trying to trans- make himself look like
3: the candy man I, I, I hear some, uh, you know, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. singing, "Who can take a rainbow?" Okay, you know, don't, he's,
2: please don't ruin J- Sammy Davis Jr.'s uh, legacy <laughs> with, G- yeah, with Gavin Newsom. Yeah, because he's down here
3: spending all his money, and 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 you know, and it's so weird to see that that he's literally just. Cut open the, the temple granaries and is pouring all his money down here all of a sudden. Do you think it's going to help him?
2: Um, well, look, look no farther than the uh big the SEIU incoming president who says we're going to run his ass out of office. I hope I can <laughs> say that on, on your particular show, but he said it. So the answer is, it's so transparent. Will people take the money? Yes. Will they put them back in there? Are they comfortable with them? Well, look, we're in a blue state. Y'all know that. To a certain degree, it will, it will work for some. But, I, mm-hmm. but if you've been put out of business, couldn't go to church, uh, you know, those kind of things. I've been impacted in both bills. of those areas.
3: My business was impacted. The church that I attend was impacted. I don't like the guy.
2: Yeah. And and so nobody nobody's going to go. Remember, Bill Clinton recovered despite his policy and other, how shall we say, dalliances, because he was, quote, likable. We can talk about what role the media played with that. But at the end of the day, that is true. We don't have that here. You don't have these polls showing that how uh, uh, likable he is. He isn't. And we have uh, – our polling shows at least 13 different issues that when they're p- placed in front of people and they're reminded of who Gavin Newsom really is, like lying about uh, French laundry, that's why, we're, that's why it's going to be recalled.
0: We're up against a hard break here for the news and traffic at the bottom of the hour. Can you stay with us for another segment, Tom?
2: I, I could never leave. I still want to get the keys to the Kenny's car behind him, but I won't leave here. <laughs> yeah. Great. Isn't that
0: a beauty? <laughs> Stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite IE Radio.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM 590 to Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net.
4: Mention AM 590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM 590,
1: the answer.
0: Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we are certified to be the number one political talk show in our time slot, in our market, and we've worked very hard to achieve uh, that recognition. Uh, my guest co-host this week is Kenny White, the South Side Unicorn, and our guest is Tom Del Beccaro, who is the chairman of CA Revival and Rescue California, who are focused on recalling Gavin Newsom. But Newsom is not the only recall effort that's underway. There are also... High-profile efforts to recall the far-left pro-criminal district attorneys in Los Angeles and San Francisco. How does yeah, that play into
2: this? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for bringing this up. We have recall fever now. And look, crime in Los Angeles is skyrocketing. It is around the country. Crime in San Francisco skyrocketing. There were during a three-year period there were forty-two thousand car break-ins. And 16 arrests, one six. And people are fed up with it. And the sins of his friends are visiting Gavin Newsom. As crime rises in L.A., it becomes his problem. As homelessness rises in L.A., it becomes, Newsom becomes the outlet for solving that problem or at least you know if a team baseball team's doing poorly you don't fire the third baseman per se you fire the manager and and mm-hmm. Newsom's the manager so as these problems mount we've had our look our polling in San Francisco showed a remarkably high very liberal city remarkably high number that would vote pro recall so these other problems as they mount all up and down the state, the outlet for that is going to be uh, the recall of Gavin Newsom. What I'm what I'm hearing is this.
3: And I'm talking like you said, there's a divide between north, you know, northern California, southern California. But the target retail stores, the major outlets up there are closing because of the incredible crime rates. That's got to have an impact.
2: Yeah. These crime rates. Look, the California model turns out it doesn't work. Who knew that big government wouldn't solve problems; they would only institutionalize them. Who knew that crime waves would cause concern among business owners and residents? And so, and we know that Newsom's already let out twenty thousand uh, people uh, criminals before their sentences, and now he's making eligible seventy some seventy thousand more. So <laughs> he, mm-hmm. he's causing his own problems in addition to doing. You know, his self-dealing, uh, the fact, you know, I pointed, I put it out on Facebook yesterday that he's made bars and liquor stores now eligible to be polling places. I mean, he just he, he just hands this stuff to us.
3: Yes. Yes. I mean, because I, I look at it again, like I said, I look at it from the urban, the street level of, of politics. And I'm thinking even those that, that may be Democrat, if you go up to your target and it's closed, if before you can get back to your car, you get mugged. If when you go back home, somebody's getting shot or, or you know, some other crime, that has to translate into Gavin Newsom is
0: bogus. Well, he's the, he's the he's the he's the guy in charge. There was just there was this you saw you probably saw the video this past week of the gang of. <clears throat> Shoplifters going into the Neiman Marcus in San Francisco, and they're walk, running out with armloads of expensive uh, uh, purses and bags and so on. And that's just that's just that's just it's typical. It's embarrassing. You know, when you remove the penalty for shoplifting, which we've done in California, is what's going to happen? You're going to get more shoplifting. Duh. Yeah. 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 It, it, and
2: it, look when it, when uh, the riders last... August, we're going through Walnut Creek, where my office is. I literally had to abandon my office. I took stuff out of it because they were across the street. The, the police were forced into a situation where they just let them loot things like Lululemon and this sort of, sort of pointing to them where to go for the, so They could get picked up by their friends. And, and someone was shot virtually across the street. So, yeah, that sin visits them. It's part of a greater national problem, by the way, that's plaguing the Democrats you know, safety first, and look for that to play an impact in the in next year's elections. And there you know
3: what? I just I just had an epiphany right now, guys. That is why the Democrats are all of a sudden trying to put on our back defund the police was a Republican idea. Defund the police was a Republican idea. Because even the Washington,
2: columnist. even huh? the Washington, even the Washington Post hit back at the Democrats over that one.
3: That was crazy, but now I see why they're trying to do it, because the actual impact of their genius is coming back to bite them.
0: There was also a poll this past week that 40% of the people in San Francisco are either planning to move or seriously considering moving. But it, was, it might be easier uh, to uh, just think about uh, voting
2: for different people. Well, <laughs> oh, no, Greg, they're going to move. Greg, <laughs> they're going to move, but then they'll go vote that same way wherever they go.
3: Yeah, and That's go- part of the reason I was saying to uh, the, the governor of Florida, right, DeSantis, I'm like, please, whatever you do, there has to be some kind of litmus test. Don't just let people come to Florida. You know, <laughs> if, you, if you vote a Democrat in 2020, you can't come to Florida. I mean, what what are we going to do? <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's actually there's very little there's very little polling that I've seen or data on how pe- how people that are moving from s- blue states like New York, Illinois, New York, to states like Texas, Florida, are Georgia. voting when they get there. So who's is it more conservative people that are moving there? Is there or is it people like you just, no, well, what, look, liberals Fulton from San County, Francisco,
2: Fulton County, uh, Georgia is full of. Uh, Connecticut people from Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, and it has an impact.
0: Hmm. Wow, did not did not learn their lesson. We talked in the very beginning of the show about what, there being an, an honest election. We just had Linda Payne from the Election Integrity Project on the show last week when she pointed out that California across 23 counties has 1.8 million more registered voters than eligible citizens in those counties and that in the November 2020 election California counted 124,000 more votes than voters
2: who voted in the election. Oh Greg, you're just being a fuddy-duddy. Yes. (laughs) Here's what I know. There's a new national poll out that says that 80% of voters think voter ID is an important security measure nationwide. 80%. Eighty seven percent of voters are against ballot harvesting. Seventy one percent of voters believe ballots should not be accepted after Election Day. There's a crazy thought. Um, And seventy seven percent of voters reject the Democrats claim that these election measures are racist. Voter integrity is obviously, you know, Greg, you know, I I love the way you open this your show about the most important office, the private citizen. Well, the, the private citizen's most cherished civil right, uh, 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 constitutional right is that right to vote. Every time someone votes fraudulently, they take away someone's uh, rightful vote. And this is a coming issue. And I think it's moving against the Democrats because as usual, they overplay their, their hand.
0: So why doesn't the California Republican Party have an election integrity ballot measure already qualified for 2022, or better yet, 2020, with those popular measures in it?
2: Greg, you, you only tasked me with recalling Newsom. You didn't add that previously.
0: <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, that's obviously a rhetorical question, but why don't they? Why, why, ha- why haven't they done those things? And, you know, I I. I I really cannot understand why they why they haven't.
2: When you yeah, this I, kind of I will notice this. Yeah, I, I look. Uh, let me say this: Republicans got four congressional seats back in the last election, and the significant ballot measures positions that Gavin Newsom backed, whether it was returning race to the issue of uh, of, of law in this state, the big tax increase, cashless bail, and Uber Lyft, he lost all of them. So uh, another indication that Gavin Newsom uh, doesn't even have a coat, let alone coattails.
0: Oh, wow. That's and that's a good uh, one. Let's, let's transition from this discussion into the divided era, which is your book. Which, And I think we'd, well, almost everyone on all sides would agree that the country is becoming more and more divided as time goes on with – the racial issue. So now in, on top of already being divided, we see the Democrats and the teacher unions pushing the media, pushing this notions of systemic racism and critical race theory to try to exacerbate and divide people on racial lines.
2: It looks socialists throughout all of history do not sell the benefits of socialized government, what they have always done is said that there is chaos that the bad guys are causing through their policies, including their racist policies, their nativist policies and or class warfare through capitalism. That has always been the call, whether it was uh Nazi Germany, um, you know, people forget that, that, uh, Hitler blamed capitalists and, and, and Jews. Um, Go back to uh, the fall of Greek democracy. It was very much a fight, a class warfare issue. The, the fall of the Roman Republic and the, the Gracchi brothers and the, the need, uh, how, how the rich were hurting the poor and how they wanted to read, redistribute. So here in America, it's no surprise that the socialists are saying we're in trouble because the rich, they always want to raise taxes on the rich who never, quote, pay their fair share. Not true. I mean, the top 1% pays 40% of the income taxes. That, That has always been the call. So the Democrats will not give up that calling card for them because when you focus on individual opportunity, which an expanding only an expanding economy can do, not an expanding government, these issues tend to, to go away. As the economy historically grows greater than 3%, these issues go away. And there's no better example of that than the last 25 years of the 1800s, which I cover in my book, The Divided Era, where we had an enormous influx of of Uh, immigrants. And the Italians and the Irish were at loggerheads in New York, however, and other places. However, the economy expanded 400% during that period of time. And there was abundant opportunity. Because of that explosive growth, people could melt. But when growth falls below 2%, like the last, uh, under Obama, and parts of the Bush administration, and opportunity is restricted and there's a fixed pie, then you have the opportunity for the socialists. So the key is economic growth and what the socialists want power, the cynics do from the Clintons to the Obamas to the Bidens, they want power and they don't want the growth and they don't want that harmony because they don't have a a message for harmony.
0: That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So perhaps the low growth policies – are not just a byproduct of climate change and all those other things they want to do, but maybe that's their goal, is they don't want a growing economy with opportunity. They want people to be divided. They want them to be dependent on government.
2: Yeah, growing economies don't need growing government. And and people can get their own jobs. But what happens when the, the economy stagnates historically is people... that's when angst comes out and people can turn to government and say, hey, fix this. And that's a politician's dream, not that they actually fix it, but that they appropriate power and money to government. You posted a
0: a cartoon. I'm trying to get it all right. It was there's a problem. Government need to to do something. Government need to do something creates another problem, which creates (laughs) then government need to do something about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, no greater example than our energy policies and and the pushing prices higher. And going many years back, uh, you know, I'm from the East, the, the cost of heating oil would be so high through these policies. So they create the problem and then they subsidize heating oil costs for residents Uh, which causes a tax problem, spending problem, on and on. That is government. Remember, Reagan said government doesn't resolve problems. It institutionalizes them. And the homelessness in California is among them.
3: Exactly. I mean, why isn't leadership making the building of homes and apartments like priority number one? And when I, I listened to your platform when you did run for Senate, you awakened me to water conservation. I've learned through you. There's four ways that Governor Newsom could have reclaimed water, saved water. But like you said just now, they need the crisis to have the power. So now here he comes telling us California has a drought when we really didn't need to have it
2: at all. No, we've had enough water fall on this state to resolve this, but they don't want that because they want control. And look, vaccine people coming door to door. Are you serious? They better not do that. <laughs> I'm knocking
3: on my door. I'm sorry. I, I you know. just want to know how, no. how How does the
0: federal government get the list of people who have been vaccinated and not vaccinated? I thought our medical records were uh, were confidential. Greg, you not, old
2: fuddy yeah, again, I once again. Why are you bringing up stuff like this? Yeah, he's think think the Fourth that, Amendment. You need per, to, yeah. you need to get in line.
0: Sorry, sorry me. <laughs> uh, let's, let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor for this half of Unite, i.e. Radio. Uh, all-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this.
4: When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, Car Star All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is Car Star All-Star Collision, 951-279-9161. Mention AM 590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM
0: 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My guest host is Kenny White, the South Side Unicorn. We're visiting with Tom Del Beccaro, who is the chairman of CA Revival and uh, RescueCalifornia.org, both dedicated to recalling um, uh, Gavin Newsom, or as I like to call him Gavin the First. Or he's like to call himself, maybe, Gavin the First.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Keep in mind, CA Revival also supports conservative, CARevival.com also supports conservative causes. We have contributed both to the recall of Gascon in LA County. We have contributed to the recall of the uh, socialist in San Francisco uh, and conservative candidates throughout the state.
0: We have coming up a political battle war that will, I think, will dwarf the uh, battle over the Gavin Newsom recall, and I think it's more important, and that is school choice. Um, I'm working with, and some of our people in the Redlands Tea Party Patriots are working on a school choice initiative that is almost ready to be submitted to the state, and it's going to be out for signature gathering uh, this fall. And this is full-on school choice. Your child's share of what we call Prop 98 money, which is one of the basic components that goes into the government-run schools, Next year, it'll be about $14,000 per student. And every student gets that money into an educational savings account that their parents control and can send them to any school they want to. Private, public, parochial, -parochial, non-parochial, government-run school, whatever works best for that child. And if they don't spend all the $14,000, they can save the balance for college or post-high school Education, And we've seen what's happened with the product, not only just the academic quality, but of just the anti-American indoctrination, pro-socialist indoctrination, and now teaching children to judge and treat other people based on the color of their skin under so-called critical race theory going on in the government-run schools. In my opinion, this is not just an important issue. This is a national survival issue. And I hope that maybe even the, that your organization's, Tom, will uh, will support the School Choice Initiative.
2: So uh, the historian Wilder Rand talked about the that civilizations, if for a generation or two, fail to educate the next generation, and not just on the three R's, but on cultural and traditional issues, the civilization would begin to f- come apart, essentially. We're now 100... Uh, public school system, the government school system, started in 1908, took it over from full private, almost exclusively religious-based institutions, including Princeton, Yale, and and Harvard, and, and all of those. And government schools preach government values. Government values undermine the private sector. And we have to recover the private school system for this civilization to continue on a good track. We cannot have a government educating 100% of our students in the manner in which they are. And so the recovery of a, at least a balance when it comes to the education system is is a high priority unquestionably.
3: Exactly. I On my show, I actually posited the question that because of agenda being taught in these schools and colleges and and, and an indoctrination type of training, I posited the question that there could come a day when an actual doctor will decline to uh, save you simply because of your political views.
2: Oh, oh, look, uh, someone should write a book about political division. I, th- I think it would be quite timely. But the answer to the question of, look, r- racism is not genetic. It is taught and exactly. it is now being reinforced uh, in, in the schools. Critical race theory is, in fact, a theory. It's not history. And it should not be in the schools because it's not history. You, mm-hmm. you know, if you have to mandate a a thought, it's no longer a thought. It's 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 authoritarianism. Yeah. Right? So, the, the, and notice how during the Democrat administrations, these things jump up and get worse, and then when the economy goes back to work. <laughs> Under a Republican, it, it gets reduced. That is because, once again, when people are able to take control of their own lives, mm-hmm. there are much more happy people. And when the economy stagnates and you create all these problems, someone has to be the blame. It can't be you. It, it's not your political group, per se, often. So what do they do? And and that's where we are. And Greg, I applaud your work. I, I look forward to 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 reading that. But uh, but the transmission of culture from one generation to the next is essential. And we don't have that right now. Right now, the American DNA of opportunity. We don't share common DNA. Like say Japan does, or, the, or or the English do, or the French do. Our DNA is opportunity, and that mm-hmm. opportunity is being crushed. And if socialism in this country will be very, very bad, because since we don't have a common English sense per se, or a or a French person's point of view, we will be at each other in this, and socialism will tear this country apart much worse. Much worse than other places around the globe. Uh, Ronald Reagan,
0: yeah, Ronald Reagan had said that. uh, To succinctly is, if we don't remember what we did, we won't know who we are, and this is not accidental. It 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 is deliberate to erase the idea of uh, the American nation and any belief in the American nation. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: I I, I put it a different way. I said, you cannot correct what you do not know, and they want to erase history. And the, and the problems of history with a new... But how can you do that if you don't know what the problems of history is? And, and, and beyond that, only, only a child or a cynic believes that the past had to be, should never have gone wrong. In our own lives, we have done stuff as teenagers that we don't do today. This yeah. notion that all of history should be condemned because it doesn't meet current standards is really what a child thinks about uh, when they are alive. Young, <laughs> my, 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 my
3: analogy on that is as simple as this. Point one, critical race theory. If it's a theory and you guys are fact checkers, then clearly this is a waste of time. And secondly, you know, we've had our problems, like you said, Tom. And in, in your teenage years, as a family, as as people, we make mistakes. Case in point, a marriage. If there's infidelity in that marriage, if there's something that goes wrong in that marriage, but you make the decision to stay, then you should never bring up the past again. You have to move forward.
0: Kenny, the opportunity, Kenny, the we are socialist. We are going to have to leave it there. We are up against a hard break. Thank you for being on the show, Kenny, and thank you, Tom. And you can uh, support Tom's work if they're on the recall at rescuecalifornia.org or carevival.com. Thanks again, gentlemen, and tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, IE Radio.
4: Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to 5 days or $100 off your repairs Car Star All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll 951-279-9161
1: Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event Heard Weekends right here on AM590 The Answer By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months So what does that mean to you?